For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Bishop Eddie Addy from the Macarius Church headquarters. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. Give attention to my words. Keep clapping if you want to go deeper and deeper and deeper. And this morning, I believe we are going to go deeper into faith. Amen. In Luke 17, 5, the apostle said unto the Lord, Increase our faith. And I like Jesus' answer to them. He didn't show them how to increase their faith. He said to them that your little faith, which is like a master seed, practice it. So I believe that as we are hearing the word taught so powerfully and clearly from our father, Bishop Eddie, please, whilst you are listening, listen for how the Holy Spirit will show you how to practice the word. And during your week, Listen out for how he will show you so that you can increase your faith. Otherwise, you'll be like somebody who is a hearer of the word and not a doer. But I know that this morning you are going to be a hearer and a doer. And if you are ready like I am, I want you to stand to your feet. I want you to clap your hands as we welcome our pastor and our teacher, Bishop Eddie Addy. with God and all things are possible with you if you can believe let us pray father thanks a million for the wonderful privilege we have to be here in your presence with your people with your spirit guiding us leading us helping us to know you to go deeper into our awesome God This morning Open our eyes please With all those who are on Facebook All those who are on YouTube All those that are listening on Sweet Melodies And all those that are present here And all who listen by any other means hereafter Open our eyes To behold wondrous, wonderful, amazing things Out of your law and grant us grace to be doers of your word and not just hearers only. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. Well, we are blessed to be here. And um, 
we thank God for another day, another opportunity to go deeper. How many are ready to go deeper into your God? Deeper. And so we are learning and studying on faith. This service is called Victory Secrets Service. So what you are receiving are secrets to give you victory in this life. So um, each day is a day is an opportunity to get deeper and stronger and more powerful. By the way, somebody has just dashed us this screen, beautiful screen. So, to God be the glory, great things he has done. And may God bless you. Is it beautiful? Is it nice? Fantastic. What a blessing. I can also see one behind, in front of me right there. So I'm also blessed to see this one. It's powerful. Eish. It's nice. Wow. Awesome. Your life is going to be so colorful. Amen. Your life is going to be this blessed. Amen. And you are also going to experience multiple amazing wows every day of your life. Amen. When people look at you, they'll be shouting, wow. Is this your car? Wow. Is this your house? Wow. Is this your job? Wow. Are these your servants? Wow. Hey, is that your is that you who have spotted like this? Wow. May you experience such a blessing in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I don't know, some people are sitting down because they don't want to receive such a oh no, I didn't say you should stand. I mean, I was just saying that you sometimes you have delayed reaction to some blessings. But it's a blessing. Me. Wow. Hey. Fantastic. Hey. <laughs> wow. This is how your life is going to be Even more glorious And more colorful To the glory of God To the glory of God Father, bless all those That are making your church more beautiful More colorful May you color Their lives Make their lives more beautiful More colorful More glorious In Jesus mighty name Amen all right, God bless you. You may be seated. Um, turn with me to Mark 9. Mark 9. And when, verse 14. And when he came to his disciples, he saw a great multitude about them. 
and the scribes questioning them with them and straightway all the people when they beheld him were greatly amazed and running to him saluted him <laughs> all right okay uh, we are going to preach beer <laughs> and straightway all the people when they beheld him were greatly amazed and running to to him saluted him and he asked the scribes what question he with them and one of the multitude answered and said master i have brought unto thee my son which hath a dumb spirit and wheresoever he taketh him he teareth him and he foameth and gnasheth with his teeth and pineth away and i spake to thy disciples that they should cast him out and they could not he answereth him and saith o faithless generation how long shall i be with you strings please gentle how long shall i be with you how long shall i suffer you bring him unto me and they brought him unto him and when he saw him straightway the spirit tear him and he fell on the ground and wallowed foaming and he asked his father how long is it ago since this came unto him and he said of a child and of times it had cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him but if thou canst do anything have compassion on us and help us jesus said unto him if thou canst believe if thou canst believe all things are possible to him that believeth and straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears lord i believe help thou mine unbelief when jesus saw that the people came running together he rebuked the foul spirit saying unto him thou dumb and deaf spirit i charge thee come out of him and enter no more into him and the spirit cried and rent him sore and came out of him and he was as one dead in so much that many said he is dead yes my god ah but jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up and he arose and when he was come into the house his disciples asked him privately why could not we cast him out and he said unto them this kind can come forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting and they departed thence and passed through galilee and he would not that any man should know it this little passage is pointing us to one particular truth one of the mysteries of the kingdom is the mystery of faith and jesus explains to a father 
I hope you are listening to the preaching and not just mesmerized by the screen. Because you can easily be distracted and not listen to what I'm saying. But listen to what I am saying. Because what I'm saying is for your benefit. Please, you came to see a preacher. You didn't come to see a screen. In verse 23, you see, the man came with a problem. How many have problems or have had problems? How many have had problems that you had no solution for? How many have met situations that you, 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 you were at your wit's end? You didn't know where to turn, who to go to. And even the people you went to, no one could help you. There comes a time when no man can help you. Only God. Only God. Only God. And today, that God is coming through for your life. Last week, we saw that Jesus blessed the faith people. And anybody who is a faith man will receive a blessing from God. And he said, Jesus said, for all the people who encountered Jesus, he said, your faith, your faith has made you whole. To the woman with the issue of blood, your faith has made you whole. To blind Bartimaeus, your faith. It's not how long and how pitiful your condition has been. It's not how mobile your situation is like. But you need to recognize there is a power, there is a force, a supernatural force. When you have it, Jesus recognizes it. And for each of them, their cry, their boldness to touch him, and believing that something will happen is what he recognized as the key to their healing and not just how pitiful and for how long they have been in that condition he said your faith has made you whole so for you your encounter with Jesus pivots on this your faith your faith your faith so he tells the man who has come with such a problem that if you can if you can have compassion you know and so on it's like if you 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 have mercy on people and you are you are gracious please have mercy on us do something for us and then jesus answered him and said yes i have compassion yes i am a merciful god but my mercy seems to be limited by your faith so that when you come to Jesus he is a merciful God he is a loving God he gave his life for you but he still needs you to believe and to have faith in him and it is your faith in him that is your connection pipe into the virtues that Jesus carries it is your connection pipe into the virtues that people who also believe in Jesus and carry anointings that can bring healing that can bring deliverance that can bring prosperity that can bring 
um, promotion to your life that can bring stability to your marriage that can bring peace to your home that can make your children line up that can make your husband line up that can make your wife line up that connection pipe or the connection wire is your faith don't say that because I've come to church or I've been in church for 20 years something must be done for me it is good to be in church for 20 years but I tell you that it takes faith in the name of Jesus it is your faith that is your connection point and that is why Jesus said to the man you are appealing to my compassion and most of us come and appeal to Jesus' compassion to God's compassion. Lord, have mercy on me. Lord, show me pity. Lord, this is my, my family. Nothing good is in it. Please have mercy on us. Show pity. Eh? Look at eh? look at where we live. Can't you see? There's no proper human being in the family. Do you see? Our brother, our brother that we sent to university cry ready. Look at how his life has become. He has become a drunkard. Eh? Look at our pitiful situation and do something for us. So the man also came and appealed if you will have compassion. Eh? Please do something for my son. If thou no oh where's the verse that we are looking at that verse he said if thou canst have compassion is that not what he asked Jesus if thou can canst have compassion if thou canst have com where is the verse he says twenty two right he says and oft times it hath cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him but if thou canst do anything have compassion on us and help us have compassion on us and help us so he described how i mean the problem was some way it cast the boy into fire an evil spirit is in your child when somebody is uh, putting his um pot together and the fire is burning do you see or there's some hot abenquine on the thing boiling the demon throws him into the fire or into the hot boiling water do you see is it not some way is it not sad Hmm? and then and into the waters when somebody's swimming pool is there you have gone to somebody's house. You are just going for a party. Before, where's my son? Where's my son? They say he's in the pool. He can't also swim. How did he get to the pool? Because the evil spirit has cast him into the waters. When there's a stream or a river by the area in the town, before you realize, where's Kwajo? Where's Kwajo? Kwajo? You say, ah, he was passing here. Hey, Kwajo is in the water. He's in the... Because a demon has cast him into the waters. An evil spirit has put him inside. Because like the boy is always a risk. If you have an autistic child, those who have had autistic children, may God deliver your children from such an evil spirit in the name of Jesus. None of your children born already or yet to be born will suffer such an evil spirit of autism in the name of Jesus. 
And if you are listening to me and you have an autistic child, as I stretch my hand right now upon you, by your faith and by your belief, may God reverse that autism and give him clarity of mind and clarity of thinking. In the name of Jesus. You see a child, one, one, a dear friend of mine whose child was autistic, they can be with the child and, and the child will just, if they don't hold him firm, and, and he's very cool all the time he's cool but there are moments where he manifests some very wild he can just take off and run across the highway like if let's say you are near a highway and you park and you are getting down to go somewhere like maybe motorway you are standing maybe you are going to buy flower pots or you are going to look at a car near the motorway you see that your child has run across it's like as the cars are moving with speed it's like, she, he just goes he doesn't know that it's dangerous so this boy was always having this type of near death encounters so if you are a mother you can't work you have to stop work and be on this child very sad so after he had described the thing it looks some way and it does these things to destroy him but if thou canst do anything eh, have compassion on us and help us is it a legitimate request then jesus in verse 23 he says jesus said unto him if thou canst believe if thou canst believe if thou canst believe if thou canst believe all things are possible to him that believeth. Please give us NIV so that we will see the canst. Somebody is thinking, what is canst? Yeah. Is it a cancellation of something or something? Canst. What is that? It's an old English for can. NIV. If you can, Jesus said. If you can. Said Jesus. Everything. If you can what? Uh everything is possible for one who believes if you can the only thing if you can so if you can can you can you believe that is why i'm teaching you how you can believe yes so that you can believe because everything impossible eh, can be changed that i am can be removed from every impossibility and it will turn to what possibility every impossible situation will become possible if you can if you can not if it is pitiful not if you have been here for a long time don't say i've been in church for 20 years i've been serving god for 50 years you can be around for 20 years but it can't can't believe can't believe rather you are skeptical what is skeptical what does skeptical mean? I don't know what it means. Eh? Somebody who is doubtful. Do you see? If thou canst. But Jesus said, if you can believe. If you can believe. Being a Christian who goes to church doesn't mean you believe. Being long stay in the church. Staying long and having been here for long. MBA. I've been here for a long time. I've been around for a long time. Does not make you a believer. You can take Uber for 20 years going to church. You can take your own car, fuel it every Sunday, go to church, every weekday go to church, but you don't really believe. But if thou canst believe, 
if thou canst believe, if you can believe, all things are possible. All, all, all. Your child can become an A-class student. Yes, your your daughter can become an A-1 student. It's, it's possible. All things are possible. The girl who was always last in class, by faith, all things. This can it be possible that somebody who's always 42 out of 43, 42 out of 43, 41, if he's done very well, 40. Do you see, can such a person become number one out of 43? Number one, I'm telling you, all things are possible. Shout, all things are possible! There hasn't been a car in your family before, <laughs> but all things are possible. You will drive a car. Nobody has built a house in the entire family on your mother's side, on your father's side, but all things are possible. All, 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 all. If I, as I'm speaking, you, you cry, you can't even believe that all things are possible. Even still, you can't believe. But if thou canst believe, hey, Reverend Macaulay, if thou canst believe, Antoine, if thou can, you see, the thing is that it is something that, interestingly, everybody can believe. It's not a, it's not for only uh, medical doctors and surgeons like uh, surgeon Yevuja here. He's a great surgeon, yes, a very powerful one, beautiful. If it was only reserved for such elite people in society, some of us wouldn't qualify because you don't know mass, you don't know science, biology, you don't know pathology, you don't know you don't know anatomy, you have not learned histopathology, you have not learned, I mean, I, I don't know, microbiology, and then you have not learned uh, 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 parasitology. You don't know all these logics, logics, logics. <laughs> By the time you, that you are going to now specialize and become a specialist surgeon or a specialist gynecologist in in vitro fertilization. Like our ebullient professor here. <laughs> but if you can believe, a small boy can believe, and a grown-up can believe, a little girl can believe, a grown-up mama can believe, a small boy can believe, a grown-up daddy can believe, a, an outcast in the family can believe, an uneducated person can believe, somebody who hasn't been to school can believe. That is why Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams, who went to school up to class three, can a person who has gone to class 3 Can he speak good English as time goes on Can he minister For the American president When Donald Trump Was, in, was going to be Inaugurated into office There was a little room With a few people Just elite people in the society Selected And he invited a man of God to come and pray over him before he's inaugurated in public. And there was somebody who hasn't been to school. He has no classmates. He is not on any WhatsApp group of an old student's group. He doesn't, he's not on anyone. He's not an aluminous. But there he stood. 
in the midst of the high and mighty in America, not Ghana, in America. And he was speaking English with his class three English and was ministering over the president, soon to be installed president of the greatest nation in, in the world, in America. He prayed, he spoke, and he prayed, he spoke, and he prayed, because a God that he served, the God that he served, with him, all things are possible. All! Stop saying, my father didn't look after me. Stop saying, my mother sent me to my grandmother and I didn't live with my parents and so life is very difficult. Stop saying it and connect yourself to a God with whom all things, you haven't been to school. Ah, but one day you see that you are an ambassador. You haven't been to school, but presidents will consult you. You haven't been to school, but they will, they will elevate you and you go because with God, with God, and with God, all things are possible. And if thou canst believe all things. Don't say I've been in church for 20 years. That thing is often the eliminator. You are depending on your longevity. On how long you've been in church. Which you have not even been consistent with. Neither do you even give offerings and tithe of a certain level. Do you see? So that if anything, they can say that your, your arms giving and your prayer. Neither do you pray powerfully. So your prayers and arms giving cannot even be used as a protocol. To usher you into his presence. But thank God for that simple act of believing. If thou canst believe. Is there anybody who can believe? Even if you can't believe. That's why you are here. You are now in a school of faith. And everybody can be enrolled in this school. Without school fees. Without admission fees. Without administrative charges. Without school feeding. uh, I don't know. uh, uh, Is there allowance or fees? Anything like that. There is no allowance. There is no fee. There is no charge. But in this school of faith. Your faith can grow. Your faith can rise. You can be Shed into the place where things are possible. All, oh, not some. Not some. If, when I saw that phrase, if you can believe. Because the man was appealing to his compassion. And Jesus switched, he said, no, it's not about my compassion over this condition. It's not about how long the problem, he asked, how long has it been? He said, from a child. I don't know how old he was then. He must have been a grown-up. For him to say from a child, it means it's very long ago. The woman of, with the issue of blood had been in that condition for 12 years. But when she met Jesus, she said, If, 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 if I may but touch the hem of his garment, I shall. I've been to doctors, they didn't help me. I've gone to physicians, they couldn't help me. But there is a man. I hear, I hear, oh my God, I hear he heals diseases. But I don't want to see him. I don't know him. I have no connection into his presence. I have no money to give to him. But if I can believe, Bible says she said within herself, in her heart, if I can but touch the 
the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. And when she went, she went quietly. She didn't tell the disciples. She didn't consult. I don't know what uh, Judas would have told her. Maybe he would have charged her before bringing her. Maybe Peter would have shouted at her. Or some other disciple would have pushed her aside. But she herself came quietly on the side and said, the hem of his garment is what I'm looking for. Because in my heart, there is a faith. There is a belief that when I touch, something will happen. When I touch, something will happen. When I touch, something will happen. And when she touched... Jesus was not aware. <laughs> Jesus was not aware. But when she touched, she felt that. That's why when we pray over you, feeling is very important. What you feel is important. When you feel a heat, it means something is happening. Make your faith stronger and connect. When you feel a, something like a vibration, a feeling, it's, it's something. But when she felt within herself that the thing had dried up, Hey, and then Jesus at the same time said, Hey, somebody has touched me. And the disciples said, So many people are touching you. Say, Somebody has touched you. Are you okay or something? But when somebody has faith and he touches Jesus, it's different. What this woman did and what she had is what Jesus taught when he was. Passing through and going to Jerusalem in Mark 11. Yes. Mark 11. Jesus was passing in verse 12. And on the morrow, when they were come from Bethany, you get it? He was hungry. And seeing a fig tree afar off having leaves, he came, if happily he might find some fruit on it, but he found nothing. But leaves, for the time of fix was not yet. You see, all these are supernatural guidance. And Jesus said unto it, No man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. And his disciples heard it. And they went to Jerusalem, where he overturned the, uh, the tables in the temple, Beat the people out. You remember that one? Do you remember? Yes. I should read it for you. Some people just assume that we all know the stories. So he went to Jerusalem. And Jesus went into the temple, verse 15. And began to cast out them that sold and bought in the temple. And overthrew the tables of the money changers. And the seats of them that sold doves. And would not suffer that any man should carry any vessel through the temple. And he taught saying unto them, Is it not written, My house shall be called, hmm? Shall be called what? Of all nations, the house of prayer. But you have made it a den of things. So when you go to the temple, they are turned their place into a market. So he just threw them out of their place. Then, um, the scribes and the priests heard it. They sought how they might destroy him because he had come to shame them. Because you are in the church, they are preach, you are preaching every day. You can't see that the place is a, a, a place of prayer. You have ten people are selling, people are doing business, and you are not aware. Or you have not done anything. Or even I'm sure some of them cry were now in business partnership. If you are bringing a sacrifice, they can send you to a particular woman who sells a particular 
turtle dove or some kind of sheep. It's like that woman's sheep is the one that God likes. And get commission from it. So they were thinking of how they can kill him. Verse 19. And when evening was come, he went out of the city. And in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter calling to remembrance said unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursest is withered away. Do you see? And Jesus answering said unto them, Have faith in God. Eh? Jesus wanted to teach extensively on the principle of faith. And he used a practical demonstration for them. So he, the Bible says that the time of fix was not yet. So if the fix is not yet time for fix, why do you curse it? He was not cursing it because he was mad. <laughs> he cursed it to, 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 to give a kind of illustration and a practical setting. It's like a laboratory. He had taken them to a lab. So he needed them to see how the things work. That if you mix two units of hydrogen and two and one unit of oxygen, you get what? Water. Because in that laboratory, you may not know how water comes about or what it is made of. But when you see that, you, you can tell you, mix this and mix this, you get this. Or if you want a bomb, you mix this, 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 and then pop, you see that it's exploding. So they'll make a small one, then they pop. Say, hey, then when you want it to be bigger, then you need more of this, more of this, more of this. So when you mix them and put them in a bottle or in some kind of bag and throw it, you are destroying the whole building. So he brought them to the laboratory of the faith clinic faith laboratory so he says here what I did eh, you see what I did I'm showing you that what I did is what is faith in action so he began have faith in God then he says for verily or truly I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain hmm, be thou removed be thou transferred into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass he shall have whatsoever he saith. So he was saying that when I passed by, I just spoke. I said to this fig tree, no man eat fruit of thee. Everybody recognized it as a curse. They all saw that you have cursed it. I think uh, I have some versions that will tell you that you, the victory which you cursed. Is that what Peter said? Yes. The victory which thou cursest. I mean, Peter said it is King James also. He just spoke to the tree. And the tree dried up. So what he was explaining is that in my heart, I believed that what I am about to say to the tree will come to pass. And so when I spoke to the tree, I believed it in my heart, and then I saw it dry up. So three points. One is believe in your heart. And number two, do what? Speak. 
and speak based on what you believe in your heart and then number three it will happen then he said okay so let's let's move on so when this is about talking okay so when you have any mountain in your life when you have any mountain it's not just maybe like maybe a fajato it's like you go and stand in front of a fajato that mountain fajato i want you to move to the the sea around keta Try. I want you to move right now. And then he was not talking about just flattening earth. But even if it is that, because some people have been to places where it was a mountain. Like if you go to our Amakazo campus, it was a, there were places that were mountains and they have been flattened. They have been removed. I don't know where, whether they were cast into the sea, but they were removed. And now you see a plain ground where there's a building, where there's a car park, and so on. They were not like that. They were high, but they were flattened. Mountains can be flattened because with him, him that believeth, all things are possible. But he is also saying that if there is any mountain of financial mountain in your life, or psychological mountain in your life, or marital mountain in your life, or some kind of, I mean, I don't know, financial mountain in your life, whatever mountain, whatever stands in front of you like an immovable object. A movable condition. It can even be your health. It is like some mountain. It's like a mountain, unmovable, unshakable, unflattenable. But he says, if you can believe in your heart and then you speak, hey, this poverty that we have seen in this family, today is the last day of this poverty situation in the name of Jesus. If you can believe it in your heart, what you are saying, eh, you can say to your car park, be filled. There will be two cars here, two cars, this car park, two cars are here in this car park. If, if, if thou canst believe, if you can believe, and he's talking about the belief is in your heart. Some people just say, but there's nothing in their heart to back it. If you can believe, <laughs> and believe is in the heart. And then you say to the mountain, say to that condition, this marital beast, every day no peace, quarrelsomeness, every day I've done this, I've done this, and so nobody is happy in the house. Eh? I am speaking to it, and I'm commanding this particular problem, come out of my house, and return to this house no more, and I command peace, wherever you are, come from wherever you are, and arrive in this house, in the name of Jesus. If you can believe it in your heart, when you speak it, it will happen. Three points. Speak. Then he says, okay, this is about talking. Some people think that it's talking there. How can you just be talking and things are happening? Okay, okay. Then he says, okay, let's go to prayer. Okay. Verse 24. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, <laughs> when you pray, eh? Don't just pray. Believe that ye receive them. And ye shall have them. Same principle. Believe in your heart what you are praying about. Then when you are praying, don't, you, are, you are not just praying, but you are praying over something you believe that you are receiving or you have received. Actually, let's look at uh, NASB a bit. The, the tense will be a bit better there because this one, the King James is using the old 
construction of the English language. So NASB, 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 NASB. He says, therefore, um, I say to you all, to you, all things for which you pray and ask, believe that you have received them. I don't know whether it's past participle or past past perfect. (laughs) Believe that you have received them. And what will happen? They will be granted you. This is the secret to prayer. And if you believed it, eh, how you like prayer? But when we say we are going to pray, a lot of people just, oh, it's like nothing BI is going to happen. So I'll just be home. I'm going to just go and shout, 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 shout. So when we go and shout and come, nothing happens. But this is the secret. The reason why your prayers don't get answered is because you don't believe that you have received. Or it means you don't believe in your heart that you have received them. So you don't get them granted. Because the points are three. Believe in your heart. Ask it in your mouth. It is happening. Three points. That's all. Okay. Salvation. So maybe you can't hear it from Jesus' teaching. So let me take you to Romans 10. Romans 10 and verse 9. Huh? What does he say there? Magdalene. What does he say there? It says... That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, listen, oh, the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. The same thing is like your mouth, your heart, you are receiving. Speak to anything, an object, a condition, a problem, believe it in your heart, it is happening. Pray about anything, pray about whatever you want, what you desire, believe it in your heart that you have received it, it is happening. Salvation, if you have to be saved, the same principle is confess it with your mouth if you can believe it in your heart and then it is happening. Only three steps, it's not even far. Any breakthrough of your life, the step to that breakthrough is this. Believe it in your heart. Speak it with your mouth. Either you speak it. Either you command it. Either you pray it. Either you say it. Either you, not just thinking it, but you say it. You believe it and you are having it. Two steps to your breakthrough. Three steps. I don't know whether there are three. I think there are only two. Only two. Believe it in your heart and speak. Believe it in your heart and pray. Believe it in your heart and say it. Immediately you are having what you are saying. Do you believe it? Can you believe it? If thou canst, if you can. If you can. That's the work. That's why when they came to Jesus and they said, what must we do that we may we might work the works of God? His answer was that, that you believe. That this is the work of God. This is the work of God. This is the work of God. That you believe in him whom he has sent. So believing is the work. If you can do that work, put in every effort to do that work. To believe. Not just to be around for a long time. We can tell you that this is our year of harvest and increase. You will never receive it. We can tell you that this is our year of uh, uh, abundance. You will never never experience that. And there will be people who are experiencing abundance. A dear lady, she just sent me a voice note. You know, and she said to me, you can't believe, you don't know what the ability to connect to this service and my preaching does to people or to her. 
and that she had a situation with her son something hospital I mean the child was like dead how she he came back to life and then she was so beside herself as she was recounting the thing and she sent me pictures of this child and how she was in hospital before in the hospital and after the, uh, uh, the, 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 the what do you call it uh, after you come from out of hospital is what you are discharged <laughs> discharged <laughs> yes he said, your many messages are so, I don't know, I get moved by them. I'm affected. I want to plug into your, your teaching ministry. I want to send you $1,000 just for you. Then I want to send 200 to the people who do the Facebook because they have, they, have, they have made it possible for people like me to be connected. Yes. So, is that I should send it to their pastor or something so that the pastor can send them maybe they can go and eat in a restaurant or they can spread themselves and so on so she's going to send the money yes you may be here you won't believe but somebody is on Facebook somebody is on YouTube somebody is on Sweet Melody somebody is on Duffupai FM somebody will even listen to this after we have had the service and the person believes and experiences mind-blowing testimonies, mind-boggling testimonies, jaw-dropping testimonies. May God bless you to believe, to believe, to believe. So for 10 minutes, how do you believe with your heart? How do you believe with your heart? Because it's very, it's so important, eh? If you can believe, eh? If you can believe, if you can believe, Prince, 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 if you can believe, all things are possible. You, you run away from God because you think that God, you can't go and get anything from it. You don't get anything from going to church, going to church, going to church. Because and going to church is supposed to help you build your faith. Build up yourself on your most holy faith. Build up because this mystery of faith, eh? Bible says that if you have small like master seed, small even those of you who understand English small, you can bamboozle people. Madam, excuse me, how much is your thing? Meanwhile, how much is this thing you are selling? It's just small English. That small English you spoke, the woman is confused. If you have a little of it, not so much. So it's not so much too old. I, I thought that, let's say, if you have education, they want you to have a lot of education. Otherwise, it's not taking you so far. Is that not so? That's why people are doing first degree, masters, even sometimes double masters, and then PhD. And or they become professionals in a particular field. So that they can go high there. But with this particular mystery, eh, you don't need a lot. We hear P, you don't need a lot. Small one when you have it, eh, it can move mountains. So Jesus is teaching us what he's saying is that what he's teaching us, you don't even need a lot of it. But the believers always struggle. Sometimes in your mind you think that something else will help you, or somebody will help you. But even if somebody will help you, eh, connect to God because God knows how to touch people who have more resources than you can even locate to be a blessing for your life. 
this person is one she has listened to, to my messages for so many years and there are so many people who have listened to me nobody has said uh, is giving me any uh, of course some people have given but I'm not even in touch with her like I'm talking to her that, oh I need this or bring me this or I need this but the person is just being blessed by the word and because I have connected to God I'm doing what I'm doing look at the money that has come that has come and she will bring it and I will eat it oh and that's why I'm telling you here maybe you are not so educated but please 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 help yourself just develop small pet so as I'm preaching you would one decision that may even help you is that ah, this series if it's so important then I won't miss any of them next week I'm here I'm going to tell this my friend that he too he is always complaining this my friend always complaining always complaining so it's not about complaining about situations it's about your little faith if you have small you are gone and the faith is to believe in your heart ah, somebody is about to get to a level that will be international Amen. international international when I prophesy some people really believe it and they want me to keep prophesying and when I'm prophesying I try to put myself in a place where I can believe that's why I say that you may not be educated so high but it doesn't matter your level but if you can follow God and connect to him by your faith a little one don't say I've been in church for a long time what you have said I've heard it uh, that's your problem or you've heard it uh, but you have never really believed the disciples were touching Jesus they've been his disciples for about 3 years or 3 and a half years but the woman who came from behind they touched the hem of his garment and connected power that the disciples were wondering that ah, how can somebody touch you and you are talking about it but Jesus knew that that touch of faith is more powerful than people who are just touching you because they are in the crowd don't just be in the crowd. Touch him with your faith. Don't just be here for a long time. Let your faith rise. A little faith can give you a house. A little faith can give you a job. A little faith can give you a husband. A little faith can give you a child. A little faith can make you go to London and come. A little faith can let you go to America. A little faith can give you a ticket and a spending money abroad. A little faith. A little one. A little. A little. We are here, oh, we are walking in it. Yeah. I was preaching. I don't know which week was this. I turn and I look at the screen. I said, this screen, somebody will buy it. Somebody will buy it. You are here. If you are here, you will have heard it. I don't know anybody. When I look at your faces, is it you? Is it you? I know you. I know most of you. I know what you do. I know most of your earnings. I don't look at your face. I look at my God. I look at the one who called me, who is faithful, who will do it. I look at him. He is the great God. All things are possible with him. You don't believe. When my pastor said, go to airport, my heart was full of air. Hey, I was so excited in my heart. Transferred me from uh, Kodesh to a classroom. Behind the hospital is not a good place to do a church. Because you can't scream when the patients are asleep. You can't preach with your heart when the director of the medical center, is his office is just next door. But I was excited in my heart. 
He said, when you go, move them to a hotel. I said, I will move them to a hotel. How much was your income? Touching again. When I, I went to ask for the uh, rent, it was about 90% of the income of the church. And I said, I'm moving them there. And I'm changing, I'm buying instruments. He said, when you go buy, raise funds. I said, I will raise funds. I was excited in my heart. Some pastors, when you send them, you say there's no uh, uh, instrument. They are so sad. They break away from the church. You can't have you send me to a place. I've, been, I've served you for all these years. You didn't give me chairs. You didn't give me instruments. You say, when I go, the people when I went, 120 people will look at their faces. Small, small, small boys. Small, small, small girls. One more fususa. One more flat. One more chest flat. And I, how can I get money from these people? <laughs> Small, small, small boys. JHS students. Short, short hair people. <laughs> eh? Meanwhile, what, when I look at my eyes, the Kodesh I'm coming from, there are cutting material sellers there, spare parts dealers there, surgeons there, yes, lawyers, iron rod dealers, people who have money, contractors. I know them. Meaty ones. 21st century people who are men of substance and women of meaty, meaty ones. When I look at my eyes, I say, ah, why don't you just take money from Kodesh? Give me. But he says, go. When you go, <laughs> when you go, raise funds and use it to buy the instruments with crisp sound. I went. My heart was full of faith. When I stood there, I preached to the people. I said, today <laughs> is a wonderful day. It's a new season in your life. Something new is about to happen. And this day, we are raising funds to buy instruments. Well, more instruments now, you have these instruments. If I preach, my anointing will finish. And I told them, I asked, how much will be a keyboard? How much is, we need just one speaker, bass woofer, monitors, two of them. And then, drums, new set, how much? They gave me the best that they wanted to play. Ehi and others. He, gave, he, gave, he was playing keyboard. He gave me the keyboard that he has seen in a concert. <laughs> that he has, he has longed for. By the time we calculated everything, it would be about $12,000, $14,000, something like that. But by the time we finished that money, seven minutes, faith had been activated. The God of impossibilities, uh, the possibilities, has removed the I am, the aim from the impossibilities and has made it possible that from a little group with only JHS and one or two workers, they can raise $12,000 to buy instruments. And it was raised that very day, that very moment. By Wednesday, we had bought, negotiated and bought. By Thursday, we had faced. By Sunday, well, one week, we were using the instruments. When I pointed to the screen, I said, this screen, somebody will buy it. Within that week, I got somebody said, I, will be, I said, boy, it's very expensive. It's more than $50,000. He says, I can buy it. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. So I'll buy it. All things are possible. All things are possible if your heart can be connected to your believing. Because there's a very fine line. They think you can believe in your mind. You can also believe in your heart. The Bible talks about as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So you can think it's in your mind, but you think it's in your heart. 
But there is a difference. You see, the Bible says in Hebrews 4.12 that the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and, 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 and of the joints and the marrow. And it's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So it can divide between soul and spirit. They are not the same. Soul is where your mind is. So sometimes there are things in your head and it's in your head plenty, so you think it's in your heart. It's not in your heart yet. When the person is thinking in his heart, the Bible says, so is he. So is he. As a man thinketh in his heart, not in his mind though, but in his heart. Proverbs 23, 7. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Then he says, it saith he, but his heart is not with you. The muscle, verse 8, the, the, muscle, the, the muscle which thou hast eaten, thou shalt vomit it up and lose thy sweet words. You see, when somebody's heart is not with you and he gives you food, and later you go and hear the comments you make about the food you were eating, you would like to vomit the morsel that was in your mouth, and every sweet word you had about praises you had for the people and the food they gave you will be gone. Because the one who is thinking in his heart, you say, oh, you just eat, you just eat. What is in his heart is the real person, not what he's saying with his mouth. So the Bible says, believe if you can believe in your heart. If you say to this mountain and believe in your heart and shall not doubt in your heart. So there's a, a, something that must be happening in the heart, not just in the mind. I know you like to prosper. I know you like a new car. It's all in your head. But there is a point at which when you believe God, it moves from just what you are thinking and what you are imagining to now it's in your heart and it's very strong. And you know that when this one there, God will do it. He has done it already. So your mind, your heart, it's as if it's the same thing when you are thinking and when you are, maybe you believe something, but maybe it's just some, yeah, oh yeah, it's a good idea. Go, go, go. You see, one day, there was a, a tight rope walker. Do you know tight rope walker? You see, they can tie a, a, a rope, like a metal rope, from this pillar to the back there. Alright? In the air. Suspended in the air. And they will go on it and they will hold some some of them hold like a little bar stick and then they balance themselves and walk freely. I mean, you yourself, if they draw a line for you from here that you should walk on the line, you, you can easily fall down. Yeah. Or if they put a plank between this stage and the chair and they say you should walk on the, on the, on the plank, you see that you won't reach half, you fall down. But he could walk. They tied it on a waterfall. Do you know waterfall? Boti waterfall and then where? Where else do we have Kintampo waterfall and then where else do we have a waterfall? Eh? Huli. 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 Waterfall. Huli. Huli. Waterfall. And then he walked across the people. Aha! That's one. Beautiful. Tight rope walker. So where, where his leg is, that's where the rope is. And then he's holding the bar and he's in the air. Some of them maybe 200 meters above so on the waterfall he is balancing like this and walking balancing and walking they were screaming they clapped they shouted then he took a wheelbarrow and used the wheelbarrow balanced himself with the wheelbarrow and he walked across and came back to where the people were then say, how many believe that I can, I can, I can walk with this wheelbarrow 
again back to the uh, to the other side. They all shouted, "You can, you can, you can!" Then he said, "Okay, how many believe that I can put somebody inside and carry the person with me?" Do, do, are you listening to what I'm saying? Do you understand wheelbarrow? Do you know wheelbarrow? A barrow with a, a, a wheel. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh, there's a wheelbarrow. Uh-huh. Yes. So he's taking the wheelbarrow to walk across. I think this one, uh, he was falling or he was almost falling. <laughs> so that's the waterfall. See, plenty of water. You are walking across with your wheelbarrow. And then he said, I want to put somebody inside. I want to put somebody inside and wheel him across the waterfall. Is there any volunteer? Anybody who can volunteer? All of them were shouting, you can do it. Yes, you can. Yes, it's possible. Yes, you are going to do it. All of them who were whistling and all that. When he said one person should volunteer, not even one. No, not one. That's why you see that the person believes he can, and when he uses his mind, he can see that, yeah, you have done it once, you've gone, you've come. Yes, you are known as a title, but me, pa, to be put in the wheelbarrow as a human being, and that I will be wheeled, that I'm not dead, but I'm alive, that you are going to carry me in the wheelbarrow, like how this woman has been carrying the wheelbarrow. Nobody volunteered. That's why you see that. With your mind, you believe. But with your heart. Because what you really believe in your heart is what you are and what you will do. Yes. Yeah. So the title of my message is What It Means to Believe with Your Heart. And it's just three minutes. Ah, beautiful. What it means to believe. Now, to believe in your heart, you have to answer six questions. And these six questions will help you believe something in your heart. Number one, what is the will of God about this situation? Is it the will of God? If it is the will of God, it gives you confidence. James 4.3 says that you ask and receive not because you ask amiss. That means that your asking is not according to the will of God. James 4.3 But once you can answer that it is the will of God, you have boldness. Hmm? Is that not so? You have boldness. Wow. When you are asking God for something and you are ambivalent about it, that you, you are not sure. It's as if it's not the will. Is it the will? Does God really want me to marry? Does God really want me to marry this person? Is it the right person? And so on. You see that that thing, it, your faith just oozes out. It's like you are, you are, you are, you are holding a, a, a barrel of faith and then somebody just punches, punches it with some metal and then your faith just oozes out. Once you are not sure about the will of God. James chapter 1 verse 5. James 1 5. James 1 5. Quick, quick, quick. James said, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Eh? That giveth to all men liberally and abradeth not. And it shall be given him. Verse 6. Look at verse 6. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. You see, when you waver, you are ambivalent. What does ambivalent mean? I think I have a good meaning of what ambivalence is. If you say that someone is ambivalent about something, they seem to be uncertain whether they really want it or whether they really approve of it. 
He says, nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. Verse 7 says, for let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. So, you can pray for 20 years, but you are just always wavering, you are not sure, you know, you are not sure. One Jewish man, he was telling, uh, uh, my, my bishop was saying, that, he, that the Jewish man was saying that Christians have an ambivalent view of prosperity. But as for Jews there, they believe that they, they must prosper. It is, it is their God inalienable rights from Jehovah to prosper. Why? Because Abraham was rich, Isaac was rich, Jacob was rich, all their forefathers were rich, so they must be rich. There's no, no question about whether it's the will of God, whether you are not proud. If you're asking for money, are you not proud? Don't you think that as we go to heaven, Bible even says it is more easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle for the, for the rich man to go to heaven. So if you want to be rich, are you not really asking for something that's dangerous? <laughs> so you are you are believing God for prosperity, but you are ambivalent. Psychology. I like the way the psychologists put it. The psychologists say, uh, say the, the, the meaning of ambivalent in psychology is of or pertaining to the coexistence within an individual of positive and negative feelings toward the same person, object, or action simultaneously, drawing him or her in opposite directions. So, there are negative feelings and positive feelings in the same person about the same situation or the same thing and they are pulling the person in different directions. So, when you waver and you are standing before God and you are not sure, there's some uncertainty, maybe, hey, you can just be an backslide so, and then I mean, yeah, this car that you want to drive, are you sure that it won't be too ostentatious? You see, so you say, I'm going to drive a Bentley. That's why I don't claim. I never, I never open my mouth. I will drive a Bentley. It's not something I believe in my heart. But first of all, it's a saloon car which I don't really like. It's too low, and from this road that leads to my house. It's not easy to have a Bentley or a Lamborghini Countach. The car is on the floor like this. Low. They make them for asphalted roads and cobblestone roads. Roads that are even. Not this type that there's a hole here and when your tire goes in, the car is like this and the stomach can easily sit on the ground before you realize they are towing your Lamborghini somewhere. <laughs> so... You, some of you say, oh, I'm going to drive at it. But you don't really believe it. Because there are all these negative and positive forces that are pulling you in different directions as you are even standing before God. So it affects, it affects your faith. Number two. That's why when you go to flow prayers, you see that a lot of the prayer topics are just scripture. This is the verse. Let's pray about this. We are praying on Psalm this. And because there are things in the Bible. So that one, you are certain that it is in the word. It's the will of God. We, we are confident about it. Number two. Ah. Why? Why? You must answer the question of why. Why do you need this thing? Why? Why should God give me what I'm asking for? Why? Why must I have this? Is it so that I spend it on my last? 
Is it so that I can whatever to also show that me too I'm there? So even the fact that your motives are not straight, it affects your faith. Faith is the evidence of things eh, hoped for. Or the substance actually of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. The, the, the substance of things you are, you are hoping for something. Faith is that assurance eh, without doubt, without ambivalence. That's why these prophets who have not been to school, they are not ambivalent about God's prosperity, God's blessings, God's healing. So the confidence that they exude when you see him coming, their walk is a walk of confidence. When you hear them talking, they're talking. Yeah. Confidence. You should hear them. There's no doubt. Come off it. Come off it. Now mean break him out. You see, there's nothing like I can't break it. <laughs> there's nothing like this condition cannot go away. They, they are not ambivalent about, oh, maybe if it is the will of God. You see, that's why when SU taught us that God answers in three ways. One is yes, the other is no, and the other is wait. You see, even if it is a truth, it is not the whole truth. Has God told you that he will say no? And has God told you that he will say wait? Why do you approach him and say, he says, meanwhile, when Jesus, the one who taught us to pray, he said, when you pray, when you pray, believe that you have received it and you shall have it. That's the posture you must assume. Not a posture of God will say wait and God will say uh, wait and God will say no. Why would he say no? Why do you go and say, do you want a beloved? Uh, maybe God will say yes. Maybe God will say no. Or God will say wait. So, you know, you have to just be careful. So when you stand, there's no faith in your heart. When you meet these young, young prophets, me all night. We all night will rion. Brah. When you meet me, you marry. When you meet me, you have children. Then they will tell you. The third one, who? Who has received our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Is there anybody who has experienced what we are even going to pray about or what I'm claiming about? Has it happened to someone before? If God has done one miracle, he will do it again. 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 again. Huh? If God has done a miracle, He will do it again. What He has done for others, He will do for you. With arms wide open, He'll pardon you. It is no secret 
What God has done. What is done for others. Jimmy Reeves, those of you who are into Jimmy Reeves. Yes, Jimmy Reeves, old Jimmy Reeves. What is done for others, he'll do for you. With arms wide open. What he has done for others, he will do for you. That's why we have testimonies. It is no secret. What God has done. Okay, you want more than one. If he do for you, he go do for me. If you do for me, you go do for you. If you do for me, you go do for you. If you do for me, you go do for you. If you do, my brother, make you no worry. Hey, make you no worry. Eh? You see, when the dancers are dancing, you don't know that it's a very powerful prophetic word that they are giving you. If you do for me, you go do for you. That's why we have testimonies. Wow. You gave our friends and you got 90,000 Ghana CDs as a dash from somebody you are not expecting it from. Then my own too is coming. You have been married for five years, no child. Then after five years, you got twins. Hey, my own is coming. Wow, you are 43 years old and you are just about to marry this Saturday. 43, God has done it for you. I'm also 38. I've not seen a husband yet. Then God will do for me. Who will do for me? It will do for you. If you do for me, it will do for you. Hey, you have finished university. Five years, no job. But you just got a job that they are making you a manager of a whole unit. Hey, first time no experience and you have got a job me too oh, I've been out of university three years I've not got a job therefore if God has done for you if he do for you he go do for me if he do for you he go do for me so when you stand and say father remember remember why you don't answer this question and it's always in your head oh how can these things be possible the next one is how when the angel came to Mary, he said to Mary, you haven't had sex with a man, but you are going to have a child. She said, how? You see, how occurs to all of us? You are going to prosper. You have not got a job. You, you immediately think, how? <laughs> how will come immediately to your mind? How will God do it? How will it happen? How will it happen? Then you need an assurance in his word. And you need that assurance for you to believe. That he can do it because he has done it before. Yes. And an almost 90 year old woman gave birth. She went to maternity ward. The nurses saw her with a big stomach. I don't know whether she did antenatal. She must have done antenatal because, sure. Or at least some midwife was coming to the house. Hey! Hey! Mommy! I go, I say, old lady! How can you have a... Ch- hey, your stomach. You say you are pregnant. Maybe you go and do prayer. Say, Madam, I'm, I'm positive. Positive what? HIV? Positive what? COVID? <laughs> what positive? Positive pregnant. Ah, how can it be possible? The old lady like you. Hey, mommy. Uh, uh, Grace. <laughs> Grace. Uh, old lady now. What about us? What about us? Pregnancy test. No, I am positive. <laughs> then the next day, hey, the, the, she will even come out to the one who was told that the old lady said she won't say, hey, I'm saying Jamu about them. Oh, maybe she's mad. She's mad. That's why. Yeah, now, old lady. Now, what is saying? Then the, the other nurse will be laughing in there. They say, hey, 90, hey, 90. Oh, I'm so about them, about them, about them, about them. 
But she, it was true. Three months, she was coming back. Hey, what's up, baby? Then this time, this girl will come out and say, Ah, what's up, baby? saying, Oh, so, I didn't hear positive. She had no no crisis. And I'm going to say, Hey, and I'm temperature, and also, a costro. Intimacy on Christ come here. Then she brought the scan. And then, hey, Grace, heart beat me. Who heart beat? Oh, Mammy, I'm running in my power. Yay, where the wonders will never end. Wonders will never end because the God we serve, He's a God of wonders. He will do wonders in your life. When? It's a question you should also occur to you that when will it happen? And for most of us, when you think about a promise that is given, you think, yeah, with your bed check. And I said, this one, dear, I can't, it's not possible. And sometimes when you pray and what you are expecting or you are believed that you have received has not come for three months, one year, you give up. But my consolation is always in the scripture that with the Lord, eh, one day is like a thousand years. And a thousand years can be one day. So I stopped looking at time with God. That, because for all you know, it's just two seconds. This is your one year. If thousand, eh, if 24 hours is equal to thousand years, then your three years is what? Eh? I, I do your calculation. Those of you who can do maths. Why do you say God is keeping long? Why do you say he's, the promise will never happen? He will do it for you. Keep trusting. That's why he says that be ye followers of them. Hebrews 6 verse 12. Be ye followers of them who through faith and what? Patience inherit the promise. So when we have faith in God, we relax. Because we know that the thing is coming. It has come. It's there. Mawando Simanariaka. Have faith in God. Answer the what, the why. Answer the how. Answer the when. Answer the who. Is that five? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Somebody's miracle has not delayed you. It's on the way. It's coming. You answer the why. You answer the why. And then finally you answer the where. Where has it taken place? Where is the Lord God of Elijah? Where? Where? Where is he? Where is he? Is he around yet? Where, where, where is it going to happen? Where will he do it? Where will it happen? Where? Where? All those questions are things that when you think and meditate on God and his word, they get answered in your heart. You become confident. You become strong. And this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he heareth us, whatsoever we ask, we have the petitions that we desired of him. First John 5, 14 and 15. This is the confidence. Go in confidence before your maker. Go in confidence before your God. And let your heart connect to what you are saying, what you are praying, and believe in it. And I tell you, testimonies there. They are common in the church. Yours will be the next. Stand to your feet, please.
If thou canst believe If 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 Do this work of believing Labor To believe Study to believe Fight to believe Because a small faith Is all you need Lift your hand Father bless us Touch our lives Touch our lives Maruta sema kabari imosha mianda Zeliema hato kasiagada Somebody is listening on Sweet Melody Somebody is listening on Facebook You are watching me You are watching me That thing is not a delay It's not delayed yet It's not delayed yet Trust in God God's time is not your time God's hours are not your hours When you have faith Rest in God and have faith in Him Because He will come and save you Say to those who are fearful hearted Do not be afraid The Lord your God is strong With His mighty hand When you call on His name He will come and save He will come and save you He will come and save you Say to the weary one Your God will surely come He will come and save Thank you for your word Jesus Thank you for sharing with us The secret to your faith Thank you for sharing with us What makes you able to speak And things happen Speak and healing occurs Speak Blind eyes open You speak Storms are calmed You have showed us the secret Father help us As the man prayed We believe Help our unbelief Help our unbelief For everyone here The young, the old, the rich, the poor The Ghanaian, the non-Ghanaian The educated and uneducated Lord help our faith Take us higher Take us deeper In the mighty name of Jesus Help us Lord Help us Lord Help us Lord God will help you God is taking you higher Taking you deeper May you be blessed forever Blessed all through In Jesus name Amen
us. Every head is bowed, every eye closed. If somebody invited you here, but you are not a born again Christian, but today you want to give your life to Jesus, I want you to lift up your hand in the air so I can pray with you. Yes, Lord. Somebody invited you. You want to give your life to Jesus. Pastor, pray with me. Pray for me. I want to be born again. I want to give my life to Jesus. Please help me. Please help me. Please help me. Salvation also takes two steps. Basically, believe in your heart. Confess with your mouth. Bible says, for with the heart, man believeth. For with the heart, man believeth. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. If you want to be saved, you want to give your life, come to me right here. I want to pray for you. Into yes. my heart, into my heart, come into my heart. can believe the rich can believe the poor can believe the educated can believe uneducated can believe let us all pray together say after me heavenly father lift your hands and close your eyes lift your hands close your eyes church is helping you say after me heavenly father I come to you today just as I am Today, I open my heart to Jesus. Come into my heart and change me and make me a new person. From today, I will serve you. I will follow you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me today. In Jesus' name, Amen. God bless you. If you have your communion, pick them up. God bless you. Take out the bread which was broken for you. Oh Jesus. And drink this is my blood. This is the body of Jesus that was broken for you. For healing, deliverance, salvation, health, peace, riches, glory, honor, and blessing. Father, we receive this body, the body that was broken for us. In Jesus' name, Amen. The body of Jesus, eat it. Lift up the cup. This is what is called the cup of blessing which we bless when we bless it it brings life forgiveness of sins sin problem is the main issue of our lives all sicknesses are from sin all curses are from sin all difficulties are from sin as you drink the blood you are washed you are healed you are restored and the entrance into the holies is granted unto you. Father, we thank you for the 
blood that was shed for us the blood of Jesus Christ we thank you in Jesus name the blood of Jesus drink it lift your hand you are blessed you are blessed to prosper you are blessed to live long Whatever frightening diagnosis doctors will provide you or give to you is overruled today in Jesus' name. Walk in the liberty wherewith Christ has set you free in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the word of God preached by Bishop Eddie Addy. Do join either of our Victory Secret Services from the Macarius Church Headquarters, East Egon Hills, Accra, this and every Sunday at 7.30am and 10.30am. Connect with Bishop Eddie Addy on Facebook Live, YouTube, Instagram and Twitter. God bless you and lead you in a series of victories.